Hey, have you ever wanted to create your own podcast and share your own light bulb moments with the world? If so, now is the perfect time to do so because audio is the future of the internet and Anchor is a perfect place to do it. So Anchor is a podcasting platform you can find at anchor.fm and it's what we use to create the Lightbulb Moment podcast. So Anchor is amazing because first of all, it's completely free to use. Yep, completely free. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So I've used Anchor to record with other guests on a mobile app, and you can also edit on your computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you across so many platforms. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major podcast streaming sites. So you don't have to set up individual accounts and try to distribute to all of those places. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum subscribers needed. And it's basically everything you need to record, edit, and publish your podcast in one place all for free. So I highly encourage you to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good luck. Hi there, my name is Ganika Pinham. And I'm Farika Pinham. We're sisters and the co-founders of Ida. If you're an entrepreneur or a new and upcoming brand, discover customer and audience insights about your product niche at thinkida.com because we are where your customers are. As founders of Ida, we've immersed ourselves in the startup world and become obsessed with all things entrepreneurship. We've learned a lot along the way and still are. And now we want to share that with you, our listeners. Whether you're already a savvy business owner, just getting started, or an aspiring entrepreneur, you are in the right place. Join us as we journey through the ahas, the oh no's, the why me's, the ups and downs, and those serendipitous moments when something clicks and it all falls into place. Welcome to the Lightbulb Moment Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome to the Lightbulb Moments. Um, This is Ganika. Today we're going to go over, I guess, finances and investing and what's happening right now a little bit. So I just wanted to start this episode with saying this is not financial advice. You know, take this with a grain of salt and do your own research because this is your hard-earned money. So you want to be very careful with it as well. Um, So, you know, take this with a grain of salt and let's get started. You know, (laughs) I just feel like today there's so many farms forms of (laughs) investing available than there were hell even like a decade ago right bond stocks real estate i guess always been there right now there's crypto and you know and this whole new form of metaverse that came up and there's a lot of investments that are going into that and there's new projects that are coming based off of that that's affecting a lot of things and there's nfts right i mean i knew like you know picasso is worth a lot of money but hell i had no idea like a digital art would be worth this much but that's where we are in today's world like that's worth a lot of money you know digital land is worth a lot of money and that's going up in prices like we are in a crazy world where there are so many like so many forms of investments are available to everyone to everyone right this is not just like all available to you know certain 
parts of society or like certain people this is literally available to anyone and that's really exciting and also a little scary right and the regulations and rules right now are also like not very strict because again this is like a lot of new things are coming up so this is unprecedented market so like a lot of people still are trying to figure out the rules and stuff which is like really crazy to me but um that's where we are and i also feel like this is just like a tip of the iceberg right we're gonna see like even more crazier things probably come up and i can't even think of what those will be guys to be honest come up and like in a 10-15 years this will there will be like even so many forms of investments and so much available for us to do it in and honestly this is making people move away from like the traditional banking right because that used to be like where heavily like what people used to do right stock bonds and your 401ks or your real estate but like also heavily banks but if you think about it there's only a certain pool of money available and like if that pool of money that's available is being invested into like many of these things it has to come from somewhere right it has to come from like your savings accounts your 401ks or maybe you're you're doing it from your stocks that same money is rotating around right that's just my spiel on that it's just like people right now are investing more than ever before right you see that everywhere like people are becoming overnight millionaires and going into these crazy projects and doing and talking about things that half of us to be honest are still learning about and that brings me back to my next point (laughs) that is how much there is to learn i still feel like i'm trying to figure out a lot about the crypto market and before i could do that there is the metaverse and there were nfts and their projects interrelated between all of these and it's just an overwhelming much information that's out there so take everything with a grain of salt you know um do heavy research like before you put in your hard-earned money into it and you know just know that it's okay that if you don't know a lot of people don't know and that's i guess a cool part like we're living in this time if you think about it where this is all just coming up like if you truly think about it this is like when money first got invented like you know when i guess this um the dollar or like the currency that we see now has come out and stuff like us doing it with you know buying stuff with like gold and stuff right like we, we're living in this like very cool time period where there's things like nfts and cryptos and stuff that are coming up before that there weren't so you know we we are living in a very cool period but we're also living in a very scary period because there the, the more you don't know if these things are going to be there a decade from now or maybe new things will come up and maybe these will evolve into something like we don't know so keep learning keep keep an eye out um you know take everything like that with a grain of salt and you know have a positive mindset when it comes to this market and just know that the market is never going up all the time neither is it going down all the time right like it cannot just keep going up it cannot just keep going down so if you're feeling very bullish and you're seeing your account going from a thousand to like three thousand or maybe these i feel like a lot of people like made a thousand into like ten thousand or like twenty thousand in like some crazy like um meme coins 
don't think that that's going to be the trend, right? That's just going how it's going to go. And who knows? Maybe like after you take your money out, maybe it's gone up a little bit more, right? But you have made your decision. You have cut your losses or you're taking your profits and be very, very happy with that. And that is my main point is mindset and psychology and stuff when it comes to this market or any market the matter of fact is know that no one can really really predict the market know that the market does whatever it wants right that's what at the end of the day anyone is really saying from what i've seen and read is like the market does whatever it wants and it's an extremely volatile market at least the one now because of how much of it is unknown like how many things are affecting it like covid and like interest rates and so many things that are affecting how the market is performing as well so in these extreme volatile markets the one thing that is in your control and the one thing that you can truly um, improve as you go on is your mindset right? You can really improve the market or control it and stuff, right? The market does what it wants, you know. But what you can do is how you react to it. Teach yourself to how to respond to the market and how you can, you know, use whatever way it's going to your benefit if you can, right? That's like the ultimate goal. Like if it's going down, you're making money. It's going up, you're making money. Or at least you're not losing any money, right? That should be, also should be something that to keep in mind is, you know, if, hell, if you're not making anything, let's not at least lose anything, right? And if you are losing, be okay with that. I know that's like a weird thing to say. Even like I can really finish that sentence, right? I'm like, be okay with losing money. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really saying be okay with it. What I'm trying to say is invest only what you're okay with losing, and note that I say that knowing no one, not even me, puts in like a thousand dollars or even a hundred dollars thinking, okay, I'm okay if I lose this money. Like none of us are thinking that. We're hoping when we put this money in, it's going to increase and we see some juicy profits, right? But the story is it could go the other way. Like you could see a downturn. Even for a while, right? It doesn't have to be like a long term. It could even be for like a couple of weeks, a couple of days. You could see like your portfolio, how much ever it is, go down, right? So the one thing that you can control then is how your emotions are reacting to it, how you're feeling and what you can do. By what you can do, I mean is, you know, if you're feeling very bullish, by that I mean if the market's going very, very up, right? It's it's increasing, you're making a lot of money. There are things that you can do. Thinking that, oh my god, it's just gonna go up and I'm just gonna party and just like having this living in this euphoric mindset then isn't probably a good idea, guys, because I feel like that's when the market probably will take a downturn or you don't know when it's gonna take a downturn. But to think about it is to know, okay, it's going up now. Let me at least take out my initial investment or let me see how much I can take out, right? Maybe I can take out a bunch of profit and then leave the rest in or maybe take out the whole thing. Whatever it might be, you have to respond to it in a very thoughtful manner rather than just reacting happily or sad or whatever. 
if you're sad, probably because the market is bearish and it's going down and you're sad. But even then, again, thinking about it might help, right? You have to think that, okay, maybe this will only go down a certain minute. Read, read whatever is coming out. Read, read why it's going down and see why it's going down. And that will help you determine whether do you leave it to see if it's going to upturn or do you take it out? Do you cut your losses? Do you say, all right, okay, fine, I lost it. I learned my lesson. What is my lesson? Um, and, you know, I, I would actually think about what that lesson is and keep moving from there, right? Because remember, the number one rule is never invest what you would lose and that would hurt you. I said it in a very weird way, guys. But I guess the number one rule is never invest more than what you're okay with losing. Someone has said it a lot better than me. But you get my point, right? So when it is going down, know what steps you need to take, right? And a lot of that probably comes with practice too, right? But watch these videos that talk about previous experiences and that, you know, how what people are doing and what you can do. Read what's happening and how you can uh, protect yourself and what the market sentiment is and stuff right and that brings me to my next point of you know maintaining a spreadsheet and that's weird you know when you're talking about like the psychology of the market or like how you're supposed to feel and i'm talking about like spreadsheets but i say spreadsheets because funnily enough you can really see your investment and that affects you differently. And I'm not just talking about like, you know, you open your Robinhood or you open your Coinbase or whatever and you see like, okay, this is how much I've gone up or gone down. But rather like when you have it written out, when you have it in your spreadsheet, like it could be just an Excel and you see that, oh, okay, you know, I've invested this much. Now I'm down this much percent. But overall, maybe you're up more than you think, right? Maybe because you invest in a couple of different um different crypto coins or stocks or whatever it is and overall maybe you're up right that gives you like a better confidence at least to me it feels like that gives me a little bit more confidence because okay i'm doing good in a couple of my investments this is the only one that's down i'm gonna see how this goes maybe i take it out but i take it out for a loss but maybe overall i'm in profit right so tracking it really is the key whether you're doing it for a very, very long time, in which case you probably are already tr tracking, but if you're new or if you're thinking about it, tracking really helps. No matter how small your portfolio is or you know, if you're just even investing in one uh, one stock or like crypto, whatever it might be, tracking is also very important because um, it's almost, I feel like, very related to like how you react and your emotions to it, right? Like you, you see how your money is moving up and down and what decisions you can make based on that it depends heavily on what's in front of you on the spreadsheet and there's so much content out there you can see that will help you um, really navigate that as well and really like um, gives you a perspective about how you can view um, or make your template and one of the points I was talking about while saying that you have to maintain a spreadsheet is diversification of profile you probably didn't catch that there but when i talk about you know you're looking at one of the stocks or crypto whatever it is it might be going down but overall 
you're in profit or overall you're doing fine, that comes from you directing your portfolio and putting your eggs rather in multiple different baskets. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do like, you know, the NFTs and, you know, the crypto and real estate and like everything there is, right? You might be just getting started and you're like, but I just have the money or I just want to do stock or I just want to do crypto and I really just want to stick to that for now. I just mean you can still diversify yourself within that field, right? You can get to a point where you're like in everything and you're in that you're diversified even more, right? But you can just start with one, right? You can start with your stocks and you're, you know, hedging yourselves with like the blue chip stocks, you know, that you know are stable companies that will give you dividends or that will grow over time versus, you know, maybe you're not so... um, safe stocks that are a little bit more volatile in price and you know they react very quickly to the market but you hope to see better gains from it and stuff so by diversifying your portfolio maybe you're down in this volatile stock but maybe because you've also invested in something that's a little bit more stable like a blue chip company you know overall you're up overall you're breaking even do you see how that could help you um not panic or think that oh my god i'm losing everything right i'm losing all my money but because it, it shows you all right okay i've lost a couple hundred dollars here but look overall i'm up right so maybe i can wait so it, it gives you like a sort of a perspective now how you want to diversify what you need to invest in that's just a whole nother like um world that you probably have to dig into and learn about these um these things because right right like no one can tell you exactly what to invest in because everybody will tell you will tell you different things right everybody's doing different things that's why all of these companies are running or all of these um, products are going because people are investing in different things and not everybody's investing in like the same thing either so know which one works for you which one best fits your style and stuff right and that just comes with you getting started and just diving in and learning more about um what's out there and speaking of just diving in right diving in at any point is better than you know maybe not diving in at all and when i say diving in i don't mean that you have to go into like investing heavily into like stocks or trading or all of these things it could be one of the the well-known forms of investing in this country, like your 401k, your Roth IRAs and stuff that people have been doing for a long time and, you know, comes highly recommended by, like, you know, world-class millionaires and everybody for a reason, right? Because it's it's been proven time and time over again. By retirement, you have a certain amount that's, you know, waiting for you. That's your safety net and stuff. So even, like, that does count. That does count as your investment that is also your one of your portfolios that you're diversifying right because you're doing your 401k and say you're doing crypto and maybe then you get into like stocks whatever it might be now you have like three different things that are working for you right so starting somewhere is the best so you know even if you haven't yet um if you can it's a good thing. It's you you want you want to see some um, profits. 
you're passively coming to you that is not just your hard-earned paycheck at the end of like a decade right that would be really nice if say that you have like 20 grand or 50 grand whatever it might be waiting for you at the end of a decade rather than um, nothing at all you might have a bunch in savings but think about this like an extra form of savings and stuff um but you know again this is not financial advice but this is more of you know me trying to say that there is a a truth to investing i guess the reason why so many people do it and i wish i had started or like younger you guys i wish i had started so much younger because my cousin he's freshman in college i swear to god and he's already investing and you know he's asking me about all these things and he wants to know more and i'm so proud of him i'm honestly super proud of him and you know been talking to him and it's very interesting to see like people starting so young and i guess part of it is that you see how many people are um getting into investing and how many how much money they're making and hugely part to like social media like youtube and all of this that you see like it's grown drastically where people are showing how much they're making and stuff and you know it, it's catching on and so more and more people are investing because of that uh, so anyway I, I think it's super um super adorable that they're starting so young i wish i had but you know no trouble i still did so i'm, I'm very grateful for that uh, but if anyone um you know has kids or want to teach your kids about investing or just want to get them started and stuff there are some really great tools out there that are literally just for kids and i think even for kids under 18 there are probably some i feel like um that they can get started in that's probably with like parental guidance and stuff that's that's a great thing start them there you know give them a chance or you know like so they can see what it means to um save and to different forms of saving and how their money can work for them and how it can grow and stuff rather than um the traditional way of saving in banks and earning interest uh, but you know that's just my two cents on like uh, you know starting people young because i feel like part of the reason of starting young is that you learn like faster and you're more agile and you know you also are like by the time you're like 25 or 30 and you're earning paychecks you're also like you know you're when you're investing like some real cold cash you already know yourself a lot more like how your investing style is or you know what you're comfortable with and like how you can protect your emotions and stuff and that truly is what this is all about is like how you can protect your emotions and let that not affect your portfolios and the money that you're making i hope that made sense to you guys um and yeah if you took away anything from this episode i just want you to know that you know investing is hard at times especially in markets like this when you see your portfolio go up a hundred percent one day and like literally go into red the other the next day um so if you take away one thing know that it is hard and it's hard for a lot of people and a lot of that comes with time and patience and learning and truly 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 understanding your own psychology your own mindset and how you react to things is far far more important than you just letting the market dictate those for you
well thank you guys so much for joining me today for this episode i hope you uh got a few pointers here um and yeah see you next time Want to get a workbook detailing steps you can take for your business today, as well as our top recommendations for entrepreneurs? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, and email it to contact at thinkida.com. Thank you for listening to the Lightbulb Moment Podcast. We'll see you here next time.